This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 135 is going to be from Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in a time of need. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16 read, Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. We have a great high priest. If you go back to the Levitical law, all the way back to the priesthood of Aaron, they've never had a priest that was perfect who lived through everything that we live through, but never once sinned. In the New Testament, we do. We have a priest in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is perfect. He came to this world, and he went through everything that we go through. He was tempted in all points as we are, yet he never sinned. And it's because of this that we can come boldly to the throne of grace because he has forgiven our sins because his blood as a sacrifice was perfect. It did something that the blood of bulls and goats could never do. It took away our sins. Before, you could not come before the throne of grace because your sins were still intact. Even when... Under the old law, you lived the way that you were supposed to, and you offered the sacrifices that you were supposed to offer. Because of the sin in your life, you still had to have somebody in between. You still had to have that priest offer those sacrifices. But today, under the new law, Jesus has done that for us. He has offered us something that the blood of bulls and goats could never offer. Forgiveness of sins. Something that could wash our sins away. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. Why tarriest thou? Rise and be baptized and wash away thy sins. Calling on the name of the Lord. Because of what Jesus did for us, we can boldly come before the throne of grace. That we may find mercy to help us. And it is because of what Jesus did for us. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. And help us find grace in a time of need. He knows everything that we're going through because he has went through it. He knows what it's like to be tempted and to desire to sin. But then he had the strength of will to say, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. In Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 through 12, we have a description of this. Who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, 
There is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken, and they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death. Because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Jesus didn't come to this world as a conquering king, as a beautiful specimen of human nature. He came to this world and lived as a tender plant. He had no comeliness or form. He was not going to be followed because he looked like David or by, looked like Saul. He was going to be followed because of what he teaches. He didn't come to this world a strong conquering king, but a servant. Mark chapter 10 and verse 45, For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life a ransom for many. He was rejected of his own, John chapter 1 and verse 11. In Isaiah chapter 50, 2 and verse 3 says, He despised, is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He didn't come to this world to live an easy life. He was tempted in all points as we are, yet he had no sin. And this is why he could bear our griefs and carry our sins away. He was tempted in all points as we are, yet he was without sin. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in a time of need. In Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11, we see that Jesus was tempted in every way as we are. He didn't take any shortcuts. He went through everything that we go through. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, 
but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory and said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. And so Jesus didn't take the easy way out. He was tempted, but he had the strength of character to say, No, it is written, I'm going to do God's will. But being tempted, he understands how we are weak. And he understands how to help us get through it. That's why he left us his word. So he could point the way to God. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes unto the Father except by me. If we will go by him then we will know the way to the Father and we'll know the way out of temptation because he is the word of God. John chapter 1 and verse 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He knows how to get out of sin. He can help us if we will simply allow him to help us. He's given us his word so that we can get out of sin. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses. And help us find grace in a time of need. We don't have to do this alone. He is there for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. No temptation has taken man except for that which is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able, but with every temptation provide a means of escape that you might be able to bear it. We can have help. We just have to accept Jesus' help. When Peter came out on the water and he fell down into that water, if he wouldn't have reached up for the Savior's hand, he would have drowned. We need to reach up for the Savior's hand and understand that he's there to help. And he has offered us his word to help us. John chapter 17 and verse 17, sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Take a hold of Jesus' hand and take a hold of the help that is there. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in a time of need. He is there for us. And if we'll come to him, he will give us rest. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's there for that very purpose. Come to him. Find help in a time of great need. In Luke chapter 19 and verses 9 and 10, the Bible says, And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. He's looking for you. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in a time of need. He knows what will help because he's went through it. In John chapter 8, verse 32, it says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Take a hold of Jesus' hand by accepting the truth of his word. 
In John chapter 8 and verse 29, He has not left me alone, for I always do those things that are pleasing in His sight. You see, God never left Jesus alone because He always did those things that were pleasing in His sight. Even when He was being tempted, He would do what was pleasing to God. Therefore, he knows what is pleasing to God, and he's recorded it for us in his word. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect or complete, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. He's given us the word of God so that we can have everything that we need so that we can have help in a time of great need. We can take a hold of Jesus by his word, and we can be led to the Father. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in the time of need. He knows what we need when we are tempted, and what we need is his word. Remember, every time when he was being tempted, he said, it is written, it is written, it is written. All we have to do is understand what he's trying to tell us. Use the word of God, and you can find grace to help in a time of need. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, the Bible says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You see, he's given us grace. We can find grace through Jesus Christ by having faith. We can reach out our hand to Christ by the faith that is in our lives. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please God, for he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Build your faith through knowledge of his word and take a hold of his hand because through faith, We can have grace. He's offered it to us. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in a time of need. Take his help. He's provided his word. That's our help. And all we have to do is listen to Jesus, and we will find grace, and we will be able to come boldly before the throne of grace. Don't waste that. Understand it so that Jesus can help you. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8, the Bible says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of men, and being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of a cross. Let this mind be in you. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in a time of need. And all we have to do is allow the mind of Christ to be in us and act like Christ and live like Christ. He's extending his hand now. He's saying, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and you will find rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. We have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses and help us find grace in a time of need. He's went through everything that we have. He's been tempted in every way that we are tempted. And therefore, his word knows how to offer an escape for every temptation. 
So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.